Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910 or 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also uh, catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show. It is 509 here, 56 degrees and sunny. The station in Pittston looks like a decent week, sunny all week. A little chilly tonight, but then it warms up. 56 today, 65 tomorrow, 66 Wednesday, 73 Thursday, 73 Friday. In the 50s at night, the rest of the week, uh, after Tuesday. Tonight it's going down to 36, so be sure to wrap up there. And today is or was the last day to register for vote in this upcoming election, November 7th election. So hopefully you have registered to vote. Register before it's too late. I don't know if it's open online until this evening, but... uh, Today is the last day to register, or was if they close at 5, not sure. So, just looking at some text messages coming in before we uh, move on to the next story. So, I found this from CNN Politics as well, how Biden is continuing to cancel student loan debt despite the Supreme Court ruling, his workaround, but if you... Pay attention to who's benefiting from it. Was it really the people that needed it the most? Although the Supreme Court struck down President Joe Biden's signature student loan forgiveness program in late June, his administration has found ways to cancel more than $48 billion in student debt. The cancellations have come through existing federal student loan forgiveness programs, which are limited to specific categories of borrowers, such as public sector workers, which are limited to specific categories. People defrauded by a for-profit college and borrowers who have paid for that for at least 20 years. These programs are separate from the rejected forgiveness plan, which would have canceled more than $430 billion of the $1.6 trillion of outstanding federal student loan debt. The uh, Biden administration has been granting student loan forgiveness through these existing programs on a rolling basis since coming into office and has discharged a total of $127 billion for nearly 3.6 million people to date. That's more student loan forgiveness that was granted under any other administration, in part due to the Biden administration's effort to temporarily expand some debt relief programs. Nearly $42 billion of federal student loan debt has been canceled for almost 855,000 borrowers enrolled in an income-driven repayment plans, largely due to the Biden administration's effort to recount borrowers' past payments and fix what officials have called past administration's failures. Borrowers enrolled in income-driven repayment plans, which have been available for some since 1993, are generally eligible for debt discharges after making qualified payments for at least 20 years. So what this is, the income-driven repayment plan, basically your payment, your monthly payment for your student loan is based on how much money you make. So it fluctuates. If you're making $50,000 a year, you have X amount of payment. If you're making $150,000 a year, you have X amount of payment. So... The plans lower monthly payments by tithing to the income and the family size. So if you make $50,000 and you're single, you're paying more than if you make $50,000 and you have two kids and married and two kids. 
So that's what they're doing there. So these people, you know, who've been paying their loans for 20 years. So they're most likely people 45 plus. So when they say about families getting started and, uh, you know, doing X, Y, and Z, it's really the different demographic that they were going for. And when you looked at who was going to get the student loan wiped out to begin with, most of them had advanced degrees, which, again, most of these people have advanced degrees. The majority of the student debt in this nation is held by people with master's or better degrees and are above 45 years old. But the promise from a lot where, you know, you're 25 years old, 26 years old, you get out of college to get your life started, we're going to help you with your debt. That never came to fruition. For the most part, unless you were taken by a for-profit college that ripped you off. Then that was a different avenue for that. So that's one of the other avenues they're using there. And uh, nearly $51 billion in student loan has been canceled for 715 borrowers through the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. Now, this helps uh, public sector, sector workers who made 120 qualifying monthly student payments or about 10 years of payments for a variety of government nonprofit workers, including teachers, social workers, some nurses and doctors, and government lawyers may qualify for the program. So again, if you're a taxpayer here in America and you're paying off the student loans for other people, including teachers and social workers, okay, great. Nurses, we need nurses. But doctors, government lawyers qualify for the program? We're paying off the student loans for doctors and government lawyers? If you're in the public sector doing only public service work and that's what you plan to do, but if you go into the private sector and start making hundreds of thousands of dollars, then maybe that loan should trigger back in. This is more than 95% of borrowers who've been granted debt relief by this public service loan forgiveness program qualify because of a temporary waiver. So, interesting to to see there. Let's go to, you can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to uh, Harry from Pittston on Biden. Harry, how are you? Hi, Rob. Just going to change course. Uh, I don't even want to get into uh, <laughs> loan repayment for college loans, putting two kids through one in Marywood and one in Del Val down there, not going on vacation. It was a burden and everything, but we were blessed. You know, and I'd like to admire your daughter for going into the nursing profession. I'm married to a nurse who was going to be retiring and uh, it, it, it's a profession that was, you know, obliterated through COVID, and we need the young people to answer the call there. No doubt, but, no doubt uh, there. I, I'd like to circle back to Biden here. It's, uh, it's just devastating that the people can't see who don't do, don't read their history to realize how much a failure this guy has been. He has total distrust for the military, first of all. You can go back to 1975 and what he did in Vietnam there. And that deplorable uh, removal of troops from there, where he, he, you know, Pol Pot takes over and we left and abandoned people there. Then you could travel into where he said in 2020 that China is not our enemy. Come on, man, was uh, slipped out of his mouth at that quote, too. And he's continually, you know, failed to, uh, he's been adversarial towards the Pentagon, if people would read on the history. But uh, going back with that uh, China situation here, it's just, uh, 
ridiculous what he's done here. They're, they're his daddy, really, is who they are right now. And uh, he continually uh, – Robert Gates had it right. He's going to FIU situation everywhere. Uh, but Af- Af- Afghanistan is, is, is close to my heart here. Having military uh, family friends that are in right now, uh, Rangers, and uh, knowing some of the things that happened with this withdrawal here when they went with a, an evacuation uh, right to engage situation, which was disgraceful. And, we, and you know, and I know that the perimeter was blown there at Abbey Gate at that point in time. However, there was things going on that uh, he he uh, he he discouraged. People don't realize that Trump did enter into this agreement, but he pulled it off the table when they didn't comply with the agreements on the Taliban as they were moving in there. And his and plan was what, not to what, give up the base first. Oh, absolutely, which is which is is dangerous right now, as we can see here. But uh, and my problem with Trump and I was a Trump voter. uh, I I can't vote for him this time for this reason. Uh, Leadership has to be able to put the right people in the right place. Same as coaches. You have to find the people and put the pieces together. And he allowed Comey to stay there and Zalmi Kalazad or however you say it there, the guy who's the most disgraceful thing that Biden kept there also, and he is part of the problem that led to there. But I'm glad Miley's, Miley is General Levin, and uh, Austin should be gone too. Because first of all, as military, you're military, I'm military. If, somebody, if they give you an unlawful order, we have a right to disobey it and run it up the chain. But also, if you're a man of character that graduated from West Point, or to Annapolis, or the Air Force Academy, and your opinion is not accepted, in, and your intelligence, and he, he denied that on this thing and, and forced those 13 people to be killed by the way it happened. And the history will treat him poorly for the way he made that evacuation in Afghanistan. And um, I, I think that's part of my... Uh, Feel I wanted to say tonight. Uh, well, some of the weapons, some of the weapons used in, in this this recent attack on Israel were the weapons left over from from Afghanistan. You know, it's it's. Oh, exactly. And when uh, Kennedy and them made the uh, halo jump and went in on the river to get the Aziz out of there, he saw Chinese vehicles on the other side of the river. You yeah. know, it, it, people just don't want to take the time to really get to the facts. They're going to listen to the media. And that is obviously Zelensky's uh, plan. You know, one of the rules, control the media. And now the military is, is, is in a terrible predicament here being spread all over the place. I have friends that are on the aircraft carriers that are over there at this point in time, two of them specifically. And uh, they're in the Mediterranean, I believe, at this point in time. But this guy is not the man. This isn't the guy that's going to stand up when you need to stand up. If anybody needed to go behind a woodshed, that's where Trump should have took him, but he didn't. You know that, and uh, I would more lean towards Nikki Haley, but I'm going to wait and decide. And uh, I appreciate you letting me vent a little bit, Rob. No uh, problem. I, uh, I appreciate your input, and I, I agree. Trump's Trump's biggest albatross was some of the personnel decisions he made, and to this day, he's still not making the proper ones when it comes to that. I'd like to. See, I, I want to see a full, full and vibrant primary GOP primary before before I make a decision. Uh, Yep. But but like you said, Joe Biden, from his time as a senator to now, has always been a nasty man that really has just looked out for himself. If if you look at his through his career and some of his talking points and the way he's talked to people and in hearings as a senator and, and even now, you know, through his mumbles. So uh, hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully with with. And he uh, lied. Yeah. He said he predicted nine eleven. If you remember correctly, well, on he, ABC. He, there's a whole plot. <laughs> I mean, you could write a whole book of every lie he to- he tells. Every time he opens his mouth, there's something in there where he's a truck driver or he's this or he's that and. 
Um, uh-huh. It's just oh. a bad time for that, especially when our military is under fire, because you know our military took defensive actions on Friday and again today. So it's it's a very tense situation. Yep. But I appreciate you checking and, in, Harry. And he and he's no Scrantonian, buddy. Because I'll tell you right now, this guy's a clown. Yeah, thanks no, a lot. No doubt. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> It's uh, 521 here at WILK. It's time for traffic and weather. Hey, thanks, Rob. This Pentella Data Internet traffic update. There is an accident, 81 northbound, right around the Pittston area. Things are backed up just after Wilkesbury Bear Creek. That is at a standstill. We also have some jammed up traffic, 81 southbound, between Scott Benton and Waverly. And on Jefferson Ave, there is some construction going on in the vicinity of Mulberry Street in Scranton that might be causing delays. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 55 degrees and sunny at 526 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Let's go to uh, L from Wayne County on the surveillance balloons. L, how are you? L. Yes, yes. Hi. How are you doing today? Okay. Now, you were talking about these balloons. And and you were saying they were in um, Arizona, Texas, Puerto Rico, New Mexico, the Keys, and Florida, and where else? Florida, Mexico, Texas, Arizona, Puerto Rico, Texas, Texas, Louisiana, Texas, Arizona. Louisiana. Okay, that's that's a lot of locations. Now, um, when were those removed? And was that fifty thousand per location, or just fifty thousand for the whole all of them? Uh, they were removed what a year and a half ago, I believe. Okay, a year and a half ago, and do you know was that per fifty thousand per state? I'm or sorry, per o- area? Oct- Octo- yeah, about a year ago, October of 2022, the program, uh, the program funding ended. It, I, okay. I don't, I don't have a breakdown on the cost on on what it was per balloon. I know that they were, I think it was like three point five million per year for all of them. million. Okay. So that means they were removed right before that great big balloon that came from China, right? Well, these were at the southern border where that came in through our northern tier. So uh, it wouldn't have made a difference there. But it's it's very similar. Actually, our our NORAD used them. They're they're low. I thought the balloon came from down from Canada, across from Canada and down into the United States. Yeah, but all all our surveillance balloons were along our southern border. In Caribbean. Well, I still think that that was a mistake to get rid of them. Well, I, I think it was, too. They have uh, great uh, surveillance technology that would have allowed us to see more of the gotaways and have a, had a an, a more better estimate of how many people have come through that we don't know about. That's why, well, how, that's how why they're probably not there. This? Rob, I didn't hear about this until you just said it. Tonight. No, this is this was a big thing. Um, like I said, about a year ago. I, I never heard about it. Yeah, it was all over the news. It's it, it happened just about the, just after or just before the China balloon because they they the headlines were Joe Biden finally finds a balloon he wants to take down, and that's what it was here. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, what is it? What else is this guy going to get wrong? What else, what does it take for the, the people that are voting Democratic to realize 
he is ruining the United States. Well, what does it take? He's listening. I mean, as far as this, I don't know what his decision-making process here, but I know the people in this field say that these were imperative for the national security of our southern border because they did give us great surveillance opportunities. It did uh, allow us to spread our our personnel out more because this did monitor other areas. So, uh, but how was he able to get this taken away? Well, he's how the, was he he's the able president of the United States. It? He's the commander in chief. He says he just, he wants them gone, and they're going to be gone. Well, I, I think in, in, in terms of national security, United States security, this should have been a vote of some sort, not just this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, and there, <laughs> there are plans for future technology to go there, uh, autonomous electronic optical technologies for 250 sites, sites along the border and future plans for the coaster borders. But again, these are future plans. They took these downs without having the, the, the replacements in place yet. So that's ridiculous. You know, here, here's, well, here's where ridiculous. we're at. But, you know, I know people who've used these and they said they were a great asset to our southern border. Again, I've never worked with them. I, I, I've seen them. Um, you know, I think it was a poor move because look, look what's happening. with I, I gave the numbers on our southern border. Look, look at what's happening down there. And I again, know. this would have helped us get a better grasp on how many gotaways there were. Could be one of the reasons well, why they're gone. Might not be. We don't know. Well, maybe when they finally attack us in the United States, maybe they'll attack Joe, Joe Biden. And then they can say, you allowed us to do this. Well, we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> we know that's not going to happen. It's going to be, you know. We'll we'll see when we well, move forward, Ella. I appreciate your call. Okay, thank you. You too. Thank Have a good you. night. Let's go. Uh, I got to up against the the news here. It's uh, five thirty one. Time for the news with Paul Michaels. I'm on time for a change, Jake. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's five thirty four. Fifty four degrees and sunny here in the station in Pittston. Um, with the holidays coming, you want to make sure you use those credit cards, store cards as little as possible. So start paying them off, cut them off, cut them in half, get rid of them. You don't want them. You don't need them. Interest rates are starting to climb as the holiday shopping season is approaching, making it more costly for shoppers who plan to charge using store cards. Stop using store cards. The average retail credit card annual percentage rate hit a new record high of 28.93 this year, up from 26.72 in 2022, 24.35 in 2021. According to Bank Rate Annual Retail Cards Study out Monday, 28.93 APR is well above the national average, which clocks in at 20.71. The highest retail credit card APR is 33 Point two four two four at the Academy Sports and Outdoor Credit Card, the Burlington Credit Card, the Good Sam Rewards Credit Card, and the Michaels Credit Card. Sixteen credit cards charge thirty two point two four to all card holders who carry balances, including those from Jared K Jewelers, Zales, QVC, Walgreens, Ross, Victoria's Secret, TJ Maxx, and Wayfair. Unbelievable. Now, I understand this perks and, and stuff like that, but do not carry balances on these cards. I'm telling you, with the interest rates going the way they're going, you want to get rid of your debt as much as you can. You want to get rid of your credit cards. You want to not keep balance. Obviously, credit cards are a part of our everyday life now, but 
You charge something, you pay it off. I understand it's hard, but more and more people are carrying balances just to live because of the cost of living, inflation. It's crushing the American people. And we truly need to uh, to rein in, especially with the holidays coming. It's easy enough to do. You know, you buy a present here, you buy your kids something here, you get something here, you put this off here. You got to get away from it. Carry as little debt as you can now because we're in some some rough times as far as the economy goes as we move forward, especially with uh, you know with these cards. They they get you and you know you get into this revolving balance where you could just pay off the interest. You know I'll just make a minimum payment. It just carries and carries and carries to where you you know you're gonna have these things in in well into the future, and you don't need to do that yourself. If you don't have the money, you do without it. You don't need it. And if it's something you truly need, if you're feeding your family or if it's medicine or something you need, try to get it paid off as soon as you can. Do without other things. Get yourself a budget. Write down your expenses. Write down the money you have coming in. Truly, this is the time. If you're not doing that, if you've never done that before, it's a time you really need to start doing it. Realize where you can cut corners. And start cutting things, luxuries that you have now that you may not need. I know because of your jobs or because of school and such like that, you might need internet, but you don't need cable TV. You don't, I mean, the cell phones we have, I get it. You know, they're costly. My cell phones for my family is a car payment. You know, I get it. But there's uh, there's cuts that could be made, but you really, we all really have to start living within our means. And I've done a very good job of it. That's why I have zero debt right now. And, uh, you know, it's, it took decades to get there. It took decades of doing without, not going on those fancy trips, not doing anything like that. And uh, it's why I, I don't have any debt. My kids are going to graduate school without any debt and uh, hopefully take those lessons forward with them. I know it's hard. It is tremendously hard. But uh, it's something you really have to get a discipline to do. So, uh, you know, we'll have to move on for that. Let's go to the phones. We have... Uh, Rich from Laughlin. Rich, how are you doing? Good. Uh, glad to hear that you're back. Geez, I, I thought you bought an RV and went on a camper uh, uh, when COVID hit, Rob, like no. those other people. No, you know? not me. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'd like one. That That's yeah. my next uh, interest, you know, something, a nice travel trailer that we, the missus and I could go to different places around the nation and, you know, see some places that I haven't seen before. That's that's the way, Rob. Rob, I gotta say that Biden was a truck driver. He delivered lies and BS all day. Okay, <laughs> uh, don't don't let anybody fool you. Now, General Kane was on from Fox News. He's a retired four-star general at the War College, and he gave examples of all the incremental uh, tariffs that Biden took off Iran. Okay, I don't know what the infinity is to helping these people. They're very close to a nuclear weapon. And, you know, there's a lot of wackos there that wouldn't think twice about hitting us or one of our allies or whatever it takes. I don't understand this man. Uh, you and can say and to be you specific, about- this isn't the $6 billion that we've gave in exchange for, their, for, the, for that stuff. This is separate. This is actually relief that we've done over the past couple of years. Uh, it started under the Obama administration, and it continued under the, the Biden administration. That, that has allowed them to free up a lot of discretionary cash that— Iran uses for terrorism. That's plain and simple. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Rob. I know Trump was 100% against against them getting anything. And uh, these people that are firing close to our ships or are far, maybe I don't know how close, 
That's almost an act of war. If they shoot two, why don't we hit them with two with four cruise missiles back? Let them know. Don't even start, you know? That's exactly I, I, I the question I asked. I, I, I was I was at a tailgate for the Navy game this weekend with three flag officers, three admirals. I was with a three-star admiral uh, and two one-star admirals. And uh, the question I asked is, what 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 happens during this response? And they said, you know, they, they acquire their defensive targets. They obviously have that authorization to protect where wherever was being targeted. They shot them down, and they immediately have the location of where they were fired from. Oh, yes. And that goes straight up the chain of command through the Pentagon to the SecDef, to the, 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 the Secretary of Defense, to the President himself. And that decision is made, yes, we take out where it was come from. Now, there's a big conversation that goes on there very quickly. Collateral damage is it near residential areas? You know what's what? What are the the uh, po- geopolitical implications? I mean, there's there's a whole thing that they run through very quickly, but in the bottom, in the end, both times they were not authorized to take out the launch sites for that. So there could be very good reasons for that. There might not be, but we have to keep that in mind as Americans looking at this from the outside because it is our military. Let me close by saying this, Rob. I wish we would be first one, at one of these days, and I know the military, there's a pecking order to all of it, but we have 2,200 Chinese that came here. That's halfway around the world, 7,400 miles. They come here, they're in good health, they carry their little bankroll with them where they could sleep and everything. It's got to be from uh, submarines or something. They, they don't come here looking uh, beaten or anything. And what are they going to do here? What are they doing here? And, and all military-aged. So we'll we'll have to leave it at that, Rich. I am up against traffic and weather. Thank you. Have a good night. It's uh, 442 here at WILK. Thank you, Rob. This traffic, this Pentella Data Internet traffic update brought to you by Energy Technologies, HVAC. There is a backup on 81 northbound. It is bad. Things are coming to a standstill right around the Wilkesbury Bear Creek exit, and you are not moving pretty much till music. Now, the last I saw, there was an accident right in the Pittston area, but it's slow go all the way through there. You're barely moving. If you could avoid 81 northbound um, right around the Wilkesbury Bear Creek exit, I would do that and not get back on until after Pittston. Coming southbound on 81, it's pretty slow go between the Scott Benton exit to Waverly and And then you are slowing down a little bit under the speed limit through the Scranton area. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly clear and chilly, low 37. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 65. Wednesday, mix of sun and clouds, high 70. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, high 72. It's currently 54 degrees and sunny here at 543, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Almost about done here. It's 547. Hopefully, you're away from the office, headed home, getting ready to spend some time with your family, have a good dinner. Have a little discussion with your kids. Find out what's going on in their lives. Let them know what happened in your life today. Um, and open up that dialogue. That's what's uh, important this day and age. Did you see the news on the representative Sheila Jackson Lee, who was obviously recorded by her staffer, but opened up in a curse-filled tirade on her staff, berating them up and down? Now, I I get you're in a high-stress environment, but you just don't talk to people like that. You don't treat people like that. And obviously, they're fed up with it. You know, she's always had a reputation of being the meanest, one of the meanest representatives in Congress. Uh, 
But I guess uh, she held true with that with this recording, and I guess her her staff is fed up with it because someone in that inner circle recorded it, and it's released now. But, man, did she uh, let loose. And this is from, you know, I understand she's an elected congressperson. She's not part of the administration. But when Biden first got in, you know, his whole speech on, you know, you treat people with respect in here, and if I hear you treating, talking down to people. But we've gotten the same reports out of the White House with Biden talking to people like that. So it's it's all smoke and mirrors. They're all it, again. It's money and power. That's all they care about. And you know, at what place does she think Sheila Jackson Lee, representative from Texas, who's throwing around, or if not has declared run for mayor of Houston? You know, at what point does she think she can talk to people like that? It's just what kind of atmosphere is there there? What kind of toxic environment in her office where she just thinks she can she can curse and scream at people all she wants? And I understand she wanted information. They didn't have it. I get being upset at that, but cursing and calling them dumb and, you know, there was I, I couldn't even play. You know, I, I looked at different versions of it where it was even bleeped out and there were still too many curses in it. So it, it, you wouldn't understand anything that happened. But, uh Wow. And I know this goes on on both sides. It happens, but there, there's no place for that. I don't care. You know, if we disagree to no end, there's just no reason to talk down to someone. There's no one. To, there's no reason to berate someone. I try to, you know, treat the majority. And again, I, it's a work in progress for myself too to treat everybody with respect here, even if we have differing opinions. Even if you attack me, you know, I, I rarely attack you back. I'll have a debate with you. I'll have a heated debate with you. But at what point in, in her circle does she think that she can just curse and demean people like that? And that goes for anyone. You know, I would say that regardless of who it is. And, and I do all the time. Over the past week, I've gotten a lot of text messages about uh, the attacks on Israel from the paragliders. A lot of text messages saying that had to be something that was learned out of the area, possibly back in Iran. You know, where did they train for these paraglider attacks? We, we might be getting some of the word, uh, the, the, the information out of that. There's video now that shows a diplomat from Germany conducted the first Gaza paragliding flight, paragliding flight. And during his video, this was three months ago, mind you, he shouted, Free Palestine. During the video, a former European Union envoy to Gaza has been slammed for allegedly empowering Hamas to use paragliders, the very devices employed during the Palestinian terrorist evaded Israel, killing more than 1,400. Sven Kuhn von Bergsdorf, a German diplomat, crowed on video in July that he was conducting the first Gaza paragliding flight in history as he soared over Gaza's coast while shouting free Palestine. The giddy then UA envoy told Palestinians in the footage that once they're free, you can do exactly the same thing. But rather than seeing Palestinians enjoy recreational paragliding, as he advocated, such gliders were used by Hamas to kill Israelis on October 7th. Israel has since declared war on Hamas, and we know this, has launched the airstrikes in Gaza, prompting von Bergdorf to condemn the Jewish state, claiming it doesn't matter what Hamas did, he, he stated. 
It cannot be that Israel has carte blanche because terrible acts, cruel and shocking acts, happen to 1,000 or even 1,200 Israelis, von Bergdorf, Bergsdorf said during a recent radio interview. This is not an excuse to, to use to flatten Gaza. The former diplomat found himself in the middle of the debate raging around his, the Israeli-Hamas war after the video resurfaced of him taking to the skies over Gaza in July, claiming Palestinians could enjoy things such as paragliding and kayaking if Israel ended its blockade. Israel's been out of Gaza since 2005. Israel's foreign ministry condemned the spectacle at the time as a form of provocative propaganda that only serves to empower Hamas. The European diplomat forgot a long time ago that he represents the European Union and its member states, the ministry said in a statement. He continues to represent the Palestine narrative and be a propaganda tool at the hands of terrorist organizations that control Gaza. A rep for the EU delegation to the Palestinians told Reuters that the paraglider used in the stunt belonged to von Bergsdorf. So he used his own paraglider. Is this just coincidence? Did they see this three months ago and said, hey, this might be a viable use for us to attack? We don't know. Von Bergsdorf left his post in Gaza in August, but has continued to voice opposition to Israel's actions in the Palestinian territory. Just incredible that this was going on. Again, a German envoy to the European Union just three months ago was paragliding on the coast of Gaza, and in his video said these are the things the Palestinians could be doing. Now, obviously, in the context that it was saying, not that he's not missing the fact that he said free Palestine, he was alluding to a recreational use of the paraglider. But again, was this shown? Did they see this and say, okay, this is a viable way for us to get over the border wall and attack this concert? Then we have to look at where they got them from where they were trained to use them. Did he have anything to do with it? We don't know. There's no evidence of that at this point. But I know over the past week I've gotten a lot of text messages talking about who trained, where did they get the equipment for paragliders, who trained them, and where did they practice? Because obviously the Israelis would have picked up them paragliding, but did the Israelis pick up that this guy was paragliding three months ago? as a member of the European Union. And again, remember, the United States recognizes Hamas as a national terrorist organization backed by Iran. The United Nations does not. I'm not sure of the stance on the EU, but the United Nations recognizes Hamas as the duly elected government of the Gaza Strip. It's uh, 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back to end up the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show. Just got an alert through uh, Reuters news agency that the White House on Monday said Iran was in some cases actively facilitating rocket and drone attacks by Iranian-backed proxy groups in on U.S. military bases in Iraq and Syria. President Biden has directed the Department of Defense to brace for more and respond appropriately. 
And this is just breaking out of Reuters from today. But we know Iran's behind it. Are we going to start striking back is the question. White House spokesman John Kirby said there has been an uptick in such attacks over the last week and especially over the last few days, but the U.S. would not allow its interests in the region to go unchallenged. He said the United States believed these groups were supported by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard and the Iranian government, which is also continuing to support Hamas and Hezbollah. So uh, we'll see. We know that Iran is closely monitoring these events and in some cases actively facilitating these attacks on U.S. interests. Looks like it's going to get sporty, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, you have a loved one in the military, send them a note, tell them you love them. Tell them to watch their six because there's people out there in this world that want to harm them and us. And uh, some of them might be here amongst us. Just look at the border crossings. Just be aware of your surroundings. Nothing to be afraid of. We're Americans. We don't get afraid lightly. But have situational awareness, have a plan, and be prepared to... uh, Take action and defend yourself. It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK. God bless, be safe, and we will do this again tomorrow.